Hello, hello, everybody. This is the Across the Nation Station podcast. Yes, we're bringing you out a day late. I'm sorry. Uh, we both weren't feeling great yesterday, so we didn't even pay attention to the time. And then I realized before I knew it, it was the next day and we hadn't recorded the podcast. And I had work today, so I couldn't record it until tonight. So we're, we're releasing a late one, uh, but it's still your normal podcast that you love. I'm Nate. My uh, co-host Andrew's here, too, like always. I am drinking a relaxing tea. <laughs> tea with alcohol in it. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, the point hey, is, hey, is hey. it's scotch I'm sipping. My bad. Uh, we got some stuff to talk about, some things to get into. Um, I'm going to roll some intro song here and we'll get going. I'm actually remembering to run the intro this time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay. Um, so... On a somber note, which I don't know if Andrew's been keeping up with the news lately, um, the voice actor um, for Batman has died. Yes. yes. I found that out at work, and everybody kind of looked at me. I was like, oh, he was like my Batman. Like, I grew up with him. Yeah. He did so many voiceovers for Batman. Yeah. Like, he was the perfect voice for Batman. So when I was a kid, I fell in love with the Batman animated series. Batman was my favorite when I was basically the age of five and ever since i have a batman tattoo for that reason um and so yeah i mean the fact that that actor died is very sad um he was also the voice of batman in a lot of the games uh yeah yeah he was um and he and yeah he i mean he was amazing people really liked him um his name was kevin yeah sorry i don't know why i'm not saying his name um but yeah i mean he he did a lot of cool things all of the animated stuff, they actually pretty much made that canon when Kevin Conroy portrayed the Batman he played in the animated series as live action. So he actually got to play a live action Batman, even yeah. though that Batman version of Batman was in a wheelchair and he all he did was just kind of give advice like a you know, like Batman does. But it it was really cool that they kind of made all that canon from the original animated. Thing. yeah and then yeah i mean it's it's um it was a little it was pretty sad for me like it, i uh i was shocked because he is still pretty young but i guess he was struggling with some cancer stuff um yeah they they said it was a short battle which sucks yeah but i mean at least on a, it, 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 it's shitty to say but he didn't have to suffer long there's two there's two ways it can go right it can either be a long battle in in a and well i guess there's a few ways and it can be successful and you'll be fine or it'll be a long battle where it just keeps coming back over and over and that those cases suck the most um or it's a short one and so it's it's better to be short than him to be fighting it forever and then still lose his life to it you know um yeah it's still very sad and, and then, like, the next day, uh, Anthony Rumble Johnson, who is an MMA fighter, uh, he died too, which is a little less hurtful towards me just because I'm not a huge UFC guy, but it's still very sad. He died to some r- rare disease. Um, they actually don't even know what the sickness was. It's going to be named after him. Probably. Once but they figure it, out what Like, we've is. honestly, we've had... A lot of deaths in a short period of time. Yeah. Keith Levine, co-founder of The Clash, he died at 65, like just after Kevin Conroy and the, the UFC guy. I don't follow UFC, so I don't track it. But I, I love The Clash. Great punk band. But yeah, he, he died at 65. Um, another singer, um, Min, I want to say Mindy, she came across my feed and I read the story, but I didn't bookmark it because I'm an idiot. But she she was the singer for the band Low, and it was a grunge band in the early 90s, and they were around for a long time. And unless you were into that genre of music, you're not going to know, but she died at 55, which also sucks. It, it's just, like, so many deaths happened, in, in, like, instantly, basically. But and then I think someone who useful. was in the new Star Trek show... One of those actors died too. I think I saw a news article about it. Don't say it. that. 
What? Don't say that. Yeah, I said, don't say that. I've been uh, <clears throat> Star Trek because I'm trying not to, like, burn myself out, out on it. I'm not talking about the, like, character. I'm talking about the real person. That's what I'm talking about. Like, I, I love a lot of people from Star Trek. Um, do, 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 right. Do, do, do. This is us. Right here. Research. Announced on Sunday. So, on Sunday, uh, Michelle Nichols, who played Lieutenant Uhura oh, yeah. in Star Trek, the original series, Uhura. and in subsequent movies, has died at 89. So, she lived a very long yeah. time. So, she probably died from natural causes, oh, yeah. but... Yeah, she's um, William Shatner is William Shatner and George Takei, I think, are the last two alive from the original series. Because George Takei, George Takei will always live on, along with everybody else. Um, oh, that's who it was. John Anderson, John Aniston, Jennifer Aniston's father. He was also in a Star Trek episode, so that. Always makes him part of the Trek family. Whoever's in the there, there was even a king in a Star Trek episode as a walk-on role. Yeah, he is always part of the Star Trek family. So anybody who's part of the Star Trek family always will be missed. Also, if you don't know who John Aniston is, he he Days of Our Lives. He was a big soap opera guy. Um. I don't want to talk about death a lot because there's a, like that can go a lot for Star Trek. There's a lot of people who have passed on. No, no, I was just bringing it up because mostly because of Kevin Conroy because I know for both me and you, he was probably a little bit bigger in our oh. lives than oh yeah, um, quite that, a few I, people. Like, that was, so. I read that at like four thirty in the morning, and I was yeah. just like, ah, oh, that's a cool way to start the day. <laughs> yeah, what a way. Yeah. Um. But okay, on a happier note, we're not gonna linger on too much about death. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's so, talk about a game that you shoot people. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Call of Duty. Um, the new Call of Duty. I'm still playing it. I'm still loving it. Um, I found out that PlayStation Five does this cool thing where you can record like clips of it for like 30 seconds. Xbox does the same thing, but you can share them and send them directly, upload them directly onto your YouTube channel. Oh, that's cool. So I'm literally taking 30 second clips and the ones that I think are really good, I'm just sending them into my YouTube channel. So I posting them live or posting them up so people can watch them. So that's um, a good thing. My like name on YouTube is Lieutenant Smiley VR or yeah, Lieutenant Smiley VR. Um, so if you, or I think it's just Smiley VR without the LT. I believe it's without the LT. I think it's just Smiley VR. I don't know why I'm blanking on my own YouTube name. I'm sorry. I'm kind of a little bit tired. I just got off work. Um, (laughs) But either way, Smiley VR, I believe, is what it is. Um, If you go on there and you look it up, you can actually see some of my clips that I've been posting from Call of Duty. I'm really enjoying it. Um, I know Andrew does not have it yet. We were just talking about it. But then Warzone 2 comes out tonight, actually. Uh, I believe it releases in the next hour and 12, uh, hour and 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure it releases at 9. I think. I, I can't guarantee that, um, but I'm pretty sure it does. I'm actually going to turn on my PlayStation 5 while we're talking and see if I can pre-download it. Um, but I'm excited about it. Um, Andrew is a little bit skeptical, and he was going to tell me why, but then I realized that's a good thing to bring up on the podcast. So, Andrew, why are we not excited for Warzone 2? I'm, I just... I mean, why make a second Warzone? I get it, it's kind of like how how you had um, Titanfall and Titanfall 2. Both major multiplayer, I get that. But why make a Warzone 2 when it doesn't feel like anything's really going to change? Like, it, the entire fan base... For it isn't gonna hop over, are they? Like, okay, so is it gonna be like so, how how <clears throat> Destiny and Destiny Two is? Because honestly, whenever I play Destiny, there's still a lot of people in de- just Destiny One. So I got some answers for you, actually, on that. So first thing is, Warzone Two is a completely different game. Yes, it is still Warzone at the core, but it's a brand new map, um, based off of Modern Warfare maps, um, 
there's new new mechanics completely. There's a new swimming mechanic. There's a new mounting mechanic. There's all these new things that they've added into the current Modern Warfare 2 um, that they're bringing over. Third, they're erasing all skins and gun skins from the previous Warzone. So, uh, because the previous guns in Warzone are no longer going to be in Warzone. It's only going to be Modern Warfare 2 guns moving forward. Um, until there's like another new Call of Duty that's going to continue Warzone 2. And then they'll integrate those guns into the game. But it's only Modern Warfare 2 guns now. So all of the guns from the original Modern Warfare, Warfare 1. Um, and they had like Cold War weapons and Vanguard weapons. And um, all of these other weapons in Warzone. Those are all erased. It's a completely new game. Warzone 1 is being uh, shut down. So there is no more Warzone 1. So you don't have a choice. Oh, if you oh, want to continue gonna, to play Warzone. Free of that. Yeah, if you want to continue to choose to play, to play Warzone, you have to play Warzone 2. But I think that's for the better. I think Warzone 2 is going to be a better game as far as Warzone goes because um, it, it's more focused on just everyone having the same weapons as uh, Modern Warfare 2. Um, and that's to a certain extent because they don't have, like, a lot of the things change. Like, they're not doing, um, like, class loadouts anymore. So you can't just, like, get all these perks and stuff like that. I think... From what it sounds like, you can only get one gun that you have customized that you've upgraded. Um, yeah. But, like, you can't get an entire class with two weapons, loadouts, grenades, things like that. It's, it's done differently to make it more fair. Um, and also, like I said, more new mechanics, things like that. So uh, it's not the same game. Like, it is because it is still a modern warfare war zone game, but it's not the original Warzone. Like it's Warzone but like with added stuff, right? Yeah. And here's another reason why I don't want to download it. It's 115 gigs out the gate. I'm so okay on that right there. It's not about download time, it's about space. It looks like Warzone keep for the record, it says Warzone 2. I'm downloading I am pre-downloading it by the way. What up? Mm-hmm. Um it is 18.9 gigs. That is the pre-download. That, um, I'm looking at right here. It says November 14th. Oh, you know what, though? It might be... So, okay, Xbox. here's the thing. So the whole game, Call of Duty with the career, the co-op, the multiplayer, the whole game altogether was like 105 gigs. And then this is another 18 gigs on top of that. So I think it's if you have the entire Modern Warfare 2 download is 120 gigs. But just multiplayer, which is what I yeah, have. Yeah, I'm so just multiplayer. I've only downloaded multiplayer stuff because I don't want the co-op or the or the campaign anymore. Yeah. So just multiplayer for Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two is forty gigs, which actually is not bad. Um, and then on top of that, now I'm downloading the Warzone, which is another twenty gigs. So it's going to be about around sixty, around sixty gigs for the multiplayer in Warzone, which really isn't too bad. Um. Warzone, no. just Warzone on the PC, like the original, was like 300 gigs. <laughs> so this is much Yeah, smaller. I remember that. This is much smaller. So honestly, not too bad for like a Call of Duty game that's known for being large. You know, 80, 80 gigs, 60 gigs, not too bad. Yeah, but what I don't get, okay, so you have, they're releasing Warzone 2 Pro, I, I don't look into it, but it's probably going to be free for multiplayer, right? Like they did with the last Warzone. Because I really don't get how they're making money off of free yeah, the plan downloads is to be free. and all that. Correct. The, it's supposed to be free. Yeah. Um, because they're going to do the same thing. So with the new Warzone coming out, they're also releasing the first season for Call of Duty. So... Uh, the first battle pass with all the skins. Um, and of course, all of those skins are transferable between the multiplayer and Warzone. So they're going to make their money from their skins, their battle pass. They're, they're doing the same model as Fortnite, right? You put a whole bunch of cool skins in the game, say you can buy these skins, yeah. this is how we make our money. If you're enjoying the game and just want to play for free, you can. But if you want to look cool and dope and have all this fun stuff, purchase our battle pass. Yeah. So they're doing the same thing as all free-to-play games right now. 
it seems the battle pass season is the norm now where you want all this cool stuff then you know $15 a month battle pass or whatever or like a one time fee of $35 it's like that's cool and all but honestly I think games need to knock that off stop stop doing this battle pass season stuff just put it out there if you want it you want it you know I get it it's a it's a money making model but damn <laughs> you know if every game's doing it nobody's going to be spending money on everything yeah no like I still I, mean... I still don't spend money on Fortnite I don't spend money like I spent so, money once on Deep Rock Lock I I don't mind the free to play model I really don't and here's why No 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 the free to play like, is good yeah mm-hmm. I get that it, it's the it's the, the battle passes. Like I'm seeing too much of it. In, like okay, every but game, they need a way to make money. You can't expect a company to do something for free. So there has to be a way to make money, and the only other option other than a battle pass is a loot box, and I don't want that. You mean how Apex started? <laughs> yeah, right. But think about it, right? Like a company that does something is not going to do it for free. There needs to be a way for them to make money. So they're not going to well, just release a game for free and then not charge you for something. They have to. And if they charged you, let's say they charged you monthly to play online, people would be pissed about that. So they're not going to do that. And EA if they do a loot a long box, time. and if they do a loot box system, people are going to be pissed about that because everyone's pissed about loot boxes since loot boxes ever were a thing. So they can't do that. So the only logical thing is a battle pass and then also having a store where you can purchase direct items if you want, which is what Fortnite does and is why Fortnite makes so much money. So a company that wants to make a free game and now all sees how much money they make, they're going to do it that direction. And honestly, I don't mind that. I don't mind throwing money at a game if I'm going to enjoy it and play it and have a good time with it. Like, I play a lot. I have played a lot of Fortnite. I have not played a lot of Fortnite recently because of Call of Duty. And if Battle, and honestly, if Warzone 2 is good, I may never go back to Fortnite. And here's the thing is, I told myself I'd never spend money on Fortnite, but I've spent lots of money on Fortnite recently <laughs> like they had all the star wars skins they just brought the star wars skins back they brought new star wars characters in. i bought them like i i you know like i'm a sucker for things that i like in star wars batman all that stuff i like so i'm gonna spend it but you know i just if i will put time in the game i'm okay with spending especially because like a skin a really cool skin for a character you really like is like 10 bucks if i bought the game new it'd be 70 you know so, like, yeah. throwing $10 but, here and there for cool skins that I like doesn't seem like that big a deal. When I was about to spend yeah. 70 What about the... And, like, yeah, okay. What and, about if and I'll they put this out here too, the same real quick, route? Real quick. I'll put this out here, too. Mm-hmm. For example, okay? Right now, you don't have the new Call of Duty because you can't afford it, right? Well, now you get to play a game for oh, free, I mean, and you don't have to pay for it. So you get access to this brand new game and you get to have fun with this brand new game without having to spend a dime. And then if you have money later on down the road, a little extra spending money, you can use it on a skin or something like that. So like if every game was free and you got access to it, could, you would have access to the brand new Call of Duty and get to play it and have fun with it with all your friends and not have to purchase it and just buy skins once in a while. Like how does that system not work for you? What's the drawback what to that? If, what if... They go the Warframe route and let you build it, because Warframe is you can buy it or you can build it. Some you but find some materials things, and you spend times building it. That's true, but some things are only store purchasable in in Warframe. Just so you know, and I know that because I've played a lot. Oh no, I do all of it. Um, and yeah, I mean that system could work, but Call of Duty players aren't patient like that. They're often up. <laughs> Magical <laughs> like let's let's be honest okay warframe character people are in, in it for the grind they're in it for um you know harvesting those parts and building the suits that's half the fun of the game that's yeah. that's a big part of it call of duty players that's just want to get in there and have fun and if there's a gun that shoots freaking lasers that are blue they want that they don't want to have to sit there and build it and make it and make it like no give me the gun that shoots blue bullets thank you you know what i mean i know but <laughs> if you look at it from Look at it from my point of view. Everything is being pushed out and rushed so much that that is now the player base is rush, 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 rush. There's no, there's no how PUBG used to be where you would take your time and 
enjoy the game. Now it's rush, 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 kill, kill, kill. Oh, I'm going to call you a whole bunch of expletives and then listen to you bitch about it and cry. And okay, I'm going to feel happy because I caused you misery. Everything's rush, 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 rush. I mean, for the record, that's, that's Call of Duty. Why, that, that is Call of Duty in a nutshell. One of the reasons, one of many reasons why I don't play Call of Duty. Yeah. Like, but, I'll play Battlefield because Battlefield, I can get a guy from across the map. I can track people. I can see what's going on. Well, I'm not I'm running, like, through cars and vaulting over things and doing that weird weapon switch shit that's actually really they, fucking annoying. They have game modes for that. That's what they're... They have their new... um, uh, Gosh, what is it called? Warground, War Room. I don't even remember what it's called, but it that's their like, version of of Battlefield, basically. And multiple people, like reviewers, are like, "This is better than Battlefield." Like, they they have their version of Battlefield for people who want to play a slower game. But you know, it, it, okay, I like so how big are the maps? The arcade sliding player. What is? <clears throat> um, yeah, the I can't maps do are, the bigger, all the time. The bigger maps are forty v forty. And each team has 20 bots on their team. So it's 60 v 60, technically. Oh, yeah. Battlefield is, like, all human players. You get no NPCs. <laughs> yeah, it's 40 v 40 with 20 NPCs on each team. Um, and it's objective mode, just like Battlefield, like, capture the points. And there's, like, 10 points. Less than that. It's, like, 6 points. But the maps are huge, though. Like... I've played them before and I hate it because it takes me 10 minutes to run from one end to the other. So like, <clears throat> but some people like those game modes and that's in there for them too. I'm a search and destroy player. I like one life game modes where I have to be strategic and stuff like that for that reason though. Like I don't want to play a game where I'm sprinting around the map, shooting a guy, flipping around a corner, doing a dolphin dive, 360 no scoping someone in the back of that. Like I don't want that. I want to have to be strategic, think like, Okay, there's guys coming from this direction. Where do I need to turn? Like, I want to be um, more methodical than that. Methodical is that the right word? Is that yeah. the right word? Yeah. Um. So no, it is, it is. I I play search and destroy. So I I hear what you're saying. Like, like I totally for me understand. Battlefield. You know. yeah, for me in Battlefield, I, I I love being the healer or the engineer. I I'm never good at sniping in multiplayer games. I've played multiple multiplayer games where I'm a sniper. I always get counter sniped like three different guys on a bridge. It has happened sure. so many times. It's like the one guy's the spotter and then the two guys make sure they get me. <laughs> like, I'm just not good. Yeah, yeah, I just like, so like I get where you're coming from about, you know, the speed of the Call of Duty. There are a lot of game modes now that yeah. slows it down though. Um, <clears throat> also, like Warzone is uh, slower than the multiplayer, I would say. Um, to a certain extent, because it has to be, because the map is so big. Uh, but this new map is like, Leia, no, we're not doing this. Um, I mean, this new map is like double the size of the original Warzone map, and there's also 50 more players. So instead of 100, it's 150, and the map is twice the size. So, like, it's gonna yeah. be but nuts. It, no, I get that, but it's still the same thing. Yes, it's a free for all. But it's still the same thing of I'm going to do all these jump cancel fucking rush around, shoot you in the head twice with a pistol, come back and fucking throw a throwing knife at you and then run off giggling to myself because I know all of these mechanics and I like to rush around and do this stuff instead of being the guy that's going to be, okay, I'm going to be with my team and we're going to try to do this and this doesn't work in this style of game because it's made to be arcadey and rushy and all of that. I mean, I would argue that's every battle, uh, every battle royale game is like that. I would argue that there's, I mean, like, even a slower battle royale game, like, let's say, uh, I don't know, PUBG, right? PUBG is much slower because it's supposed to be more realistic. But you still have those guys who know how to run super fast and do 360 backflips and shooting you with their pistol behind their back at the same, like, they, there's still people who know how to do ridiculous stuff in that game even though it's supposed to be a slower game, you know, uh, you can play Call of Duty slower, like Warzone slower if you want. It's just, there's going to be players who know how to do yeah. it faster, but that's in any, any game. Yeah, I no, I get that. It's just that that's what the game is tailored to be, is to be for 
that type of things, which is why when I say I would rather make my stuff than buy it and have it instantly, it's like all these games are being tailored to be, oh, we're in a rush. We always have to have this. We always have to do everything in such a rush. You can't just enjoy the game. And then, like, I've watched people play it online, like these little snippets of them playing Call of Duty, and you'll see them get shot by somebody who just happens to have some kind of flick on their wrist, shoot them, and you'll see them, like, destroy their keyboard. And you're like, well, don't rush. <laughs> it's like, quit rushing. Quit doing these weird, like, slide, jump, cancel, fucking throw my shield out bullshit. You know, you're in a... If you have a gun, use your gun as a gun instead of getting in their face, shooting in the head four times, John Wick your shit around, and then run. It's just, for me, it's, it's one of the reasons why I don't do Call of Duty. Like, I stopped at round two because I used to play two a lot, and then I noticed all that shit happening. So I decided, mm, that's not for me because that's going to make the game very unenjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. Um... I'm definitely going to give Warzone 2 a shot, though, and see um, if everything they said is that's new about it is new and see, you know, the flow of things. It, it may be that I download it and I absolutely freaking hate it, and I'm like, yep, not doing this no more, and then I'm going to uninstall yeah. it from my, you know, my PC and never yeah, play like, it again, so. Yeah, like, so earlier, earlier, for the last couple of days and earlier today, I was playing Generation Zero. If you've never played that game, think um, post-apocalyptic, sort of, but it's back in the mid-80s, early 90s, in, in that type of frame. Survival horror, but with robots. It's a very fun game that's gotten a lot better. The survival aspect now has a slightly storied mode that they added in. The NPCs kind of janky. By janky, I mean like the graphics don't kind of they don't match up with the the lips don't match with the talking. It's very weird. It, it it's just janky. But I like what the what they're doing with it. Um, good survival horror. I do recommend it. You can get it on Xbox or PC. I don't believe it's cross-platform, um, but it's the only problem I have with the game right now is when you get your scavenger level up, which you only get two levels in it right now. I am finding so much ammo, I can no longer pick up ammo because I have too much ammo. <laughs> like, Why is that a bad thing? It's survival horror. No, it is a very bad thing because I have no room in my in my storage. I have no room on my body because your bullets do carry weight. If you, I had um, over 1,500 rounds of 7.62 and that weighed like 8 pounds, which your body only carries 64. There is no way, I don't think, to raise your carry limit. So that includes your guns, your attachments, your uh, ammo, your healing eye. Like everything has weight. So me finding a ton of ammo is kind of a bad thing because now I have to limit on what I carry to like 100 bullets for my pistol, 100 bullets or maybe 60 bullets for my um, armor piercing rounds for certain guns. I don't carry any rockets. I don't carry any 44 Magnum rounds. I don't carry any 5.56 because that gun just sucks ass right now. Like I can't find anything higher than a gray for a 5.56 and it is just not a good gun. <laughs> not really. But for a survival horror type thing, like I need people with me so I can give them ammo. <laughs> like I have so much. You know that Deadpool poster where he's like bathing in bullets? That, that's me right now. That's hilarious. That's such a funny reference. A lot of ammo. Oh, speaking of Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds says Deadpool three is the last time he'll be Deadpool. I know that's kind of sad. But I, I wonder yeah. how much of it is like he just doesn't know what else to do with it. Because honestly, if they had just made the first one and never made a second one, I would have been happy with it. So, I, yeah, you know, same here. And I, I know like this one, they're bringing in Wolverine with Hugh Jack. Like Hugh Jackman's coming back as Wolverine to be in the movie, which is, yeah. I mean, great. And I don't know how they're going to do it. or um, Like, I hope it's not a cameo. Like, I hope he's like a legit character in the movie. Um, yeah. No, I believe he is. But. 
it you know it's gonna be a good movie for sure um i'm really excited about it um but yeah i mean like how much more can you really do after you have wolverine in the movie i don't think there's much more you can do after that you know I mean, they could do Spider-Man and Deadpool, see how that goes, but that's more of a brotherly annoyance more than Wolverine's just going to kill him and he's going to come back. <laughs> like, it, there, there's two different kinds of, of being annoying to a character. Um, I do believe if they continue with Deadpool, it'll be a different Deadpool. It not not I don't mean actor. I mean like if they bring dead a different Deadpool into the MCU, it'll be a completely different Deadpool. It'll be not so much as a cursing all the time violent Deadpool. And if it is, it'll be off screen where he says a quip and then takes out an enemy and then you see him like take him out off camera. And you won't see the blood, you won't see the gore, the dismemberments. You'll hear the quips, but you won't see it. Like, it'll be just a different Deadpool. Yeah, that's fair. And then I feel like without the, you know, the actual, I don't know, decapitations and stuff, it just wouldn't be the same, you know? Yeah, like, the first movie in the intro, for the first, what, 20 minutes, that was that whole intro, like, that told you everything you needed to know about the movie. Oh, I have, you know, 12 bullets. And then he counts them off as you shoot him through the head, you know, lining people up, calling people out, doing stuff. Like, that tells you everything Deadpool is for that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 we'll see. We'll see what happens. Because Hollywood has a way of doing things to bring in and either make it better or they take a chance and it comes out like shit. Like um, the reboot of Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that reboot was real bad, but they're making another Fantastic Four. Now that you bring it yep. up, um, and they finally have uh, John Krasinski as uh, Mister Fantastic, and I don't—they haven't really announced any of the other casting yet. But I'm already confident yep. just by having him in the movie, it's going to be a way better movie than um, fans even the original. Seem to think it's going to be, yeah, it, fans seem to think it's going to be Emily Blunt, his wife. I mean, that I would honestly that would make sense. Um, if they casted her, but even if they didn't, it it would still be a good movie. Like, there's so many people they yeah. could cast as, um, uh, Mrs. Fantastic. I mean, honestly, like Emma Stone could do it. Um, well, no, they have to have somebody a little bit older because Reed Richards and Sue Storm are both more older. They're not like a young how they did the boot as. They're more older, like how they did with the first Fantastic Four. They have um, the if you older. don't remember, Reed Richards is clearly older than Sue Storm is. Yeah, but they were older. Like, I'm not saying they were, you know, super old or super young, but they weren't how they did with the reboot, how they all looked like they were 25. Okay, yes. Yeah, the reboot was probably wrong, uh, was wrong. But even yeah. in the original casting, I'm thinking even, like, the Human Torch and her his sister is Sue Storm, and they're very close in age like they weren't that far but like i don't think that they have to be that much older than the rest of the cast yeah but i'm saying like with john krasinski he has like the right age range like for it how old do you think emma stone uh, is emma stone is in her 30s i know but it, it's look at it from the perspective that you're looking at from a comic to a movie you're not going to get the person who looks young, you're going to get somebody who's going to be able to play the part of a weathered, experienced person. Like, yeah, you don't think Emma Stone can do that? Uh, she looks, she looks a little young for a Sue Storm. Makeup's a thing. Prosthetics are a thing, but they can always know, age her up if they have to. I know, but that would just look weird, and then everybody would harp on the CGI and all that. Nah, I don't think so. I oh. think, I think, I think you should look past age right now. I think you just got to think of actresses who could play the part. And yes, his wife, Emily Blunt, could do it, do I think. But I don't think she's necessarily the best casting, even though she... Well, that's what I said. The fans, they yeah. want that. It's like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with Krasinski. Everybody's wanted him for a long time. I kind of wanted him. But for the rest of the cast, they just pick him correctly. 
who are able to do the part correctly. And who would you put as Sue Storm if it's not like Emma Stone or someone like that? Throw Jessica Alba back in there. She did an okay job. I but that that'd be weird though. Like if they have like one original cast member who's like the same character she was in the original, and then everyone else I is mean, different. I don't think they would. Honestly, that would was, be weird. Uh, I was okay with the original cast if they just redid it again, just recast, um, recast the Human Torch, but have like Captain America and the Human Torch interact with each other, but just don't acknowledge it that they're the same person. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Oh, that too. I forgot that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because he played was the he went to Torch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I actually forgot about that. Um, and the reason also, that is is because Sony owned Fantastic Four at the time, so exactly that's why he was able to play in a, a different you, hero in Marvel. If you only know him as Captain America, I do suggest looking at his filmography. He has done some funny-ass movies. He did not another teen movie. Funny movie with him in it, and then he went slowly into the superhero thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's definitely he has a repertoire of movies for sure. Yeah, he's a very good, varied actor. I, I um, love acting. So, also speaking of people doing new movies, Netflix doing the Gears of War adaptation. Hey, 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 hey. you're skipping over my question. Before we oh, talk, well, who would you cast as Sue Storm? I can't cast anybody because honestly with me, I'd be too picky. Like it, I would be way too fucking picky. Oh my gosh. That's not the point. Be picky. I don't care. Who would you pick as the best Sue Storm? If they're going with the same age range as how, then you would probably pick God, what the fuck is her name? I, I keep wanting to say Sigourney Weaver. It's not Sigourney Weaver. Same, like hairstyle though. <laughs> but you'd have you'd have to have somebody who's okay doing an action style thing. Also, um, um, Harrison Ford, I guess, is going to be the new Red Hulk. That I'm just throwing that out there before I forget. Yeah. Um, God, what is her name? She she was in the 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 fucking the Quiet movie. The Quiet Place? That one. The Quiet Place was his wife. That's Emily Blunt. Oh, I thought that was somebody else. No, I need to rewatch those that's, movies. That's literally his wife. Yeah, I thought that was somebody else. We need. I need to rewatch that movie. That's on me. <laughs> that's so apparently funny. Emily Blunt. So hilarious. Okay, yes. All right. Other than... Right. Well, we already knew this. So someone else. <laughs> Um, let's go with somebody who can f- pull off blonde really well. Um, not Jennifer Aniston because she actually has the hair for it, but she can't. I don't think she could do a Marvel movie like this. No. Um, let's go with um, the. Fu- she was in Smallville. Um, she played Lois Lane. Oh, I don't. I, can't remember her name. I, I literally don't just know. got done watching Smallville before we started, and I can't. Uh, something, um, 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 er, Erica Durrance. That I think that's a her long name. time. That she's not too old. No, she's like forty. Oh, okay. I th- yeah, I, no, for I, some I, reason I pictured Smallville like, being a lot longer than that ago, but oh no, they ended in like 2011. Like I'm just on season eight. I have two more seasons to go. <laughs> like I thought I was almost over. I am not. <laughs> so moving on, because apparently Emily Blunt is my fucking choice. Um, <laughs> Batista, I didn't know that the pictures of him in the cog armor was actually a, from a video that he filmed saying, yeah, he would do it kind of thing. And I finally watched and I was like, you know what? Yeah, no, let him do it. That was a cast real him thing. I saw a picture that was a about that, and I didn't realize that was, like, a real thing. It's a real video of him opening a chest, and you see a blue light on his face, and you see cog armor, and then the next one is him turning around in the armor, puts puts glasses on, and says, it's about damn time. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for it. Because Gears of War 5, you can choose um, a modifier to make Marcus Phoenix Batista. 
Like you can literally make him and like I'm doing the whole campaign with him as Batista and he does a really good job. He actually read all the lines, did all of the voice acting along with the original Marcus. He That's plays cool. a good Marcus. He really does. Like I'm all for it. Like hell yeah. Okay. I could see it. I could honestly I could see it. But um it the rest of the cast really matters though. Like if you nail one person, you gotta surround them with good casting too. Now I now this the casting it depends on what era they're going for. Are they going for the middle of the Locust War, the beginning of the Locust War, or are they going for war that started before Emergence Day? If you don't know anything about Gears of War, I have completely lost you. <laughs> well, I'm thinking if it's if you think of his age, like the actor's age, you would think in the beginning makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, Marcus in the beginning was a young lieutenant, and then he moved up on the ranks, got the big beard, and got all gravelly and stuff. Yeah, but in the first one, he's in his late thirties, right? Or maybe, maybe early thirties. By the time Gears of War Five happened, he was like, I think, late forties. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. In his the the very first one, I'm thinking he's in his, he's like in his early thirties, like mid thirties, maybe. Like he's. Yeah, probably. He's not young. Like, he didn't have a big... He, yeah, he didn't have a big beard. He was still a little bit... um, Just getting that grizzled look. Um, But depending on where they put him, who are you going to cast as Dom? Who are you going to cast as... um, Who was his name? Ta- Tao or something? One of the guys they had with Is him for a while. Is this a show? Show? It's, it's... But they're... People say it's a show. People say it's a movie. Like, there's a toss-up, and I think it should be a show, because if it's going to be a movie, you need to do movies to really capture the story. Because you're going to have people who know nothing of Gears of War, and you're going to set them into something that's going to be a two-and-a-half-hour movie, let's say, and they're not going to, they're going to think that's going to be shit. It's just going to be too much information or not enough information, like how Warcraft was. There was not enough information showing that, hey, this movie takes place between all of the m- missions in Warcraft 1, and nobody got that, because nobody fucking played that. <laughs> like, I played the shit out of Warcraft 1, because it was a fun game when I first played it, back in, like, 1997. But with Gears of War, it, it would function better as a show. You would be able to get all your information if it's how arcane was where you get like 40 plus minutes an episode type of thing. Perfect. That, that you can get enough information through in those episodes. Mm-hmm. The setting just, you know, make it, make it look good. You know, you don't have to go heavily on the CG. You don't have to go heavily on the props. You just kind of do half and half. I'm pretty sure that would turn out well. Um, please, please, please while making this show, do the stupid Carmine joke. That would be amazing. And if you don't know what the Carmine thing is, in the first Gear of War, Carmine is a private. He dies in the first mission you do. The second Gears of War, Carmine dies being swallowed by a giant worm. Okay, I think so that's- this was announced in November 7, 2022. Okay. Yeah. According to Netflix, Netflix will first adapt the, vi- the video game saga into a full-length action movie and then into an adult animated series with potential for more story. Okay, the animated I knew about. I, I thought that was like a one-off thing that didn't really... Like, I don't know if it's going to follow the same thing. Like, is it going to be separate stories, or is it going to be like movie, the show, and it well, all makes sense? Well, since it was a saga, a full-length action movie, and then into an adult... It sounds like it's going from the movie to the adult animated series, so it seems like it's probably after what happens in the movie. Okay, well, I'm okay with that. I mean, that's 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 kind of cool that they're going to do that. Um, I mean, I, you would hope that if they do an animated series that they would keep... Like, if they do an animated series with, like, you know, the same characters, that they would have the yeah. characters in the movie be the voice actors for the animated series, or else it'd be weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just... It, it Depending on what era of the wars, because there was two of them, they were in the middle of a war when the second war started, and it was a whole thing. Um, just 
just kind of follow the canon. That's all you got to do. Don't make up shit. Just kind of follow the canon, you know, sprinkle all that shit in there to tickle our balls and make us feel happy and then have a lot of chainsaw battles. <laughs> like Apparently, I uh, it looks like Terry Crews wants to join the movie, too. I am also down for that. I, I am down for anything with Terry Crews in it. I just don't know who he Coltrane. could play. Coltrane, obviously. Oh, Coltrane, right. Yeah. I was just thinking like, the two main characters. Yeah. I didn't even think about Coltrane. That's funny. oh no, Dom. Dom is gonna be an interesting fit if they have Dom in it, or is it gonna be after Gears of War Five and he's gonna you know reflect back on Dom or something? Uh, my favorite quote for review on Gears of War Three: Dom fucking dies. That's all you need to know about Gears of War Three. <laughs> so great, I love that line. Um, but yeah, just kind of, you know, follow the lore a little bit. Don't have the weird. God, it was with that, that fucking governor that kind of was really fascist. <laughs> like, I did not like that character at all, which, you know, kudos to the to the actors who played her. You did your job well. I didn't like your character. Kudos. <laughs> I'm looking online at like fan casting for Gears of War characters. and. Um, so Dom Dom is his friend right yeah yeah Dom's Dom is fan his... casting is the guy who plays the Punisher eh he's eh eh I can kind of see it but he's not honestly big enough because all guys in Gears of War they're all these giant fucking blenders basically and when I say blender it's because as another reviewer actually put it very well, they are giant blenders that talk because that's how all their voices sound, or at least Marcus Phoenix's voice in the first three games sounded like that. It sounded like somebody talking to you through a blender, and they're just big and bulky like one. But you would have to have somebody who is able to fill out the armor and the look, at least. Um, you can't just like throw anybody into it kind of thing. I agree. And I also don't want them to follow the men only in the army bullshit. No, there was there was women in it too. You throw women in their army. Let them be a part of the world. Don't make it super fascist because honestly, if you look at how the COG army is, the coalition of governments, I believe it is. But if you look at that, like it, it's, it's a little fascist. <laughs> Like, it is definitely a little fascist if you look at all the... But... Just... Like I said, just just follow the lore a little bit. Even take from the comics and the graphic novels and all that. Like, take all of that entire universe, smoosh it together, and tickle our funny nuts and let it go. You know? Do, it, do what they did with Transformers 1, the first live-action one. Make it exciting, interesting, and don't build a world that exists around one person that doesn't usually work. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like, build a world that exists as the world, and these people are just trying to get through it. Kind of like how D&D is. I helped create an entire campaign, and I let my characters that play it, all of the murder hobo people and the people I DM up, I let them live through it and you know just compensate while they go that's kind of what you have to do compensate while the story and world moves on just compensate with it and put your actors in position and write good stuff don't do bad writing and by bad writing i mean seriously no quippy one-liners that doesn't work in gears of war except for cole cole can do all the quippy bullshit he wants he's a big old Bash ball player, I believe they called it. He's yeah, let him do his thing. Let 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 Terry Crews be Coltrane. Let him just be him. <laughs> That's all you have to do. <laughs> yeah, that is true. The other thing people are saying is the rock, and I don't want the rock to be Coltrane either. No, I think he's he, in too much stuff. And also the Coltrane was black, so putting a Samoan in that position, eh, I mean, I guess he can like the rock would be yeah, able sure. to pull it off. Yes, 
but then you're just going to make Gears of War with wrestlers instead of Gears of War with actors. There's a because... fan picture where um, um, it's Batista and then uh, The Rock and then John Cena is the dude that wears the goggles on his forehead. What's that guy's name? I'm not, no. John Cena cannot be bared. Okay, I'm but sorry. you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I just no, think it's a funny picture. Like the idea, <laughs> because it's just basically wrestlers. That'd be so funny. It, it, it'll literally be wrestlers as soldiers. That's all it would be. Yeah. But I, I just want Batista to be in it because he has come so far from being a wrestler into an actor and becoming his own thing away from what The Rock did. Because, yeah, they're all actors when they're on their stage wrestling. I get that. But when you have John Cena, Dave Batista, and Dwayne Johnson all becoming actors, and one of them goes towards more action stuff. One of them went towards more Marvel stuff. One of them went towards a mixture of action and comedy. You know, just don't put them all in the same thing. I don't think that dynamic works. It it just feels like it would be too forced, like how... Yeah, it would uh, well, it was um It was Dwayne Johnson and... Um, the, what's his name from Fast and Furious? They didn't like each other. Oh, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. Yeah, they just didn't like each other. I guess, and it's yeah. like, yeah, don't That's force them in. Yeah, the dynamic. Yeah, don't do that. It's like they, these wrestlers or ex wrestlers because they're all ex wrestlers now. If they all really like each other, that's cool. But then you're just you're literally making it wrestling the movie type of thing. We don't want that. Yeah, that's true. I just, I just want them to make it good. Just don't rush on it. Don't, don't shove it out there. You know, announce it and then let me wait like a year. I'll be fine with that as long as it's something good. Because Dave Bautista can act really well, and I would rather see him be the star than three stars, kind of battling. Yeah, for you it. almost need to make sure you have like one dude that you know is the main character, like the main person. You know, because if you put too many high value stars in the thing, it'll be hard to know who's the main and who's the the side characters, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um one good movie for that where they didn't put really any well known actors in it, um, was Six Underground. You had Ryan Reynolds, big name star. And then you had a whole bunch of these other people who were all in different movies, but you stuck them together and the dynamic worked. Because they all weren't like these high-profile AAA stars. They were all just really good actors. Like, you just got all of them together, and then Ryan Reynolds happened to be the big-name star in the movie. I'm trying to remember the cast it, of it, it worked. movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. I've only seen the movie once, so I'm like, who are the cast? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's like yeah. a couple people I recognize from like TV shows. Yeah. And stuff like that, but like, clearly Ryan Reynolds is like the main guy. Yeah, and it had his moments, like the guy with the grenade in his mouth, and it blew up, and they both had that look like, I didn't think that would fucking work. It was awesome. And then, you know, they moved on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it was a funny moment, but yeah. yeah. Um, it, but, yeah, just let Dave Bautista, like, it, even if Terry Crews is in it, that's fine, because Terry Crews as Cole, it, it works perfect. It really does, because Terry Crews is always that type of character. Except for white girls or white chicks. White chicks, he was the weird workout playboy guy that sang in his car. Still Terry Crews, but just a different side of him. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Tim, Tim, what is it? Um, Tim Robbins from Winnie the Pooh. They released a picture of him, so I'm guessing he dies in the Winnie the Pooh movie that I can't wait to come out. And when Does I told people when it was coming out, out like, out near Halloween. no, no it got announced on Halloween. It comes out in theaters around February. Okay. Yeah. In I America. thought it was, I could have swore it was, I thought it was supposed to be closer to Halloween. But... No, I think it released in the UK in Halloween for us, but they don't celebrate obviously Halloween the same. They, they don't celebrate the same holidays we do, except for I think Christmas. But, um, for us in America, it's um, February, I, what is it, February 24th or something like that? 
but I got asked, oh, who are you going to take to go see Winnie the Pooh? Your date? And I was like, yeah, what kind of date wants to be taken to a slasher film? That's awesome. Some people. <laughs> that, that's like a Some slasher people. film in itself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Maybe mm-hmm. you should be worried if they want to go with you. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to a slasher film on Valentine's Day. Like, I, you know, I worked that day. Sorry. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I, I went to a slasher double feature once at a drive-in with a friend, and we saw people taking their dates there, and I was like, hey, you want to play a game, see who ends up on the news later? It was really dark, <laughs> but it was, it was uh, I'm not saying dark outside, it was just a dark joke I made, but yeah. <laughs> um. So, one more thing before we end our podcast. Um, surprise guest, my wife. Hi, my wife. Come here real quick. No, just real quick. Hello, Nate's wife. Come here real quick. Andrew's summoning you too. Andrew, chant her name for me. Priscilla. 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 Hi, Hi come here. Come, here, come, here. <laughs> come say hello. Hi. Say hello. You gotta put, you gotta put hello. I'm you so up. congested. It's okay. You can't breathe. It's okay. Andrew's sick too. Hello, Nate's wife. Welcome to the podcast. Say hello. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, babe, just one question, okay? Because everybody wants to know who would Did you I secure Taylor Swift tickets today? Yes, she secured Taylor Swift tickets today. That's what everyone wants to know. No, but that's awesome. I... We're very happy for you. Um, no, big, big question that is on everybody's mind, okay? Who would you cast as Sue Storm for the new Fantastic Four? What actress would you cast for that part? Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. That'd be actually a kind of a fun one. What do you think, Andrew? I don't remember what she looks like. Hold on. Zoe Kravitz? She's like, um, she's in the back. Yeah, she's uh, Catwoman in the new Batman. I didn't watch the new Batman yet. Oh, Oh, her? Yeah, Yeah. she'd be pretty good. I think that'd be interesting. It'd be a good way to bring a black character (laughs) into the movie. Because there really isn't one. Uh, traditionally, well, like they I did mean, for the re- remake, they did. They brought yeah uh, Michael B. Jordan or whatever. But um, I mean that'd be a good way to bring a, like a black character into the movie, and I don't know if people would get mad about that one because Zoe Kravitz is actually a good actor. Good option, good choice. I'm so proud of you. No, okay, go. goodbye. No. no, before we go, before oh. we go, bye. Oh, okay, before we go, no. <laughs> he goes before we go, bye. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what? What's up? Here we go. Baird in the Gears of War movie, okay. Channing Tatum. No. He would be a good Baird because no. Baird in Gears of War no. 5 is bald, and I'm looking at Channing Tatum bald. You put a pair of okay. goggles on him and give him a beard but, that's okay. Baird. But I don't think it's going to be based off 5, is it right? It's going to be earlier in the series first. Second, I, I think he's too old. Baird, I Have could've... you seen Baird? Yeah. I feel like Baird is like a younger younger than them like a lot younger than them um baird in that's how he always that's how i always imagined him i don't know that's how i always felt like he was i'm not counting judgment gears of war judgment i don't count that because that was a prequel to one sure no i'm not yeah yeah so in gears of war one two and three he was around the same age he wasn't super young and in gears of war five he looks old as fuck like, he is bald, he has wrinkles everywhere, his beard is white. Like, he looks old as fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's a five. That's five games later. Okay, I'm talking the first game. He's a young dude. He looked, I mean, he was young-ish, but yeah. I, so think, was, I think Tanning Tatum's too old. Nah, he'd be a good Baird. I don't agree. Nope, nope, nope. I don't agree. It says, no, here we go. Gears of War is set 14 years after the locusts emerge and attack Sarah's human population. If it's 14 years after, that is after Gears of War 5. Shoot. Okay, so it's going to be old casting then for everybody. Boom. So that means Dom isn't in it. No. Good. Oh, shoot. <laughs> wow. Because I was so excited to see Dom in live action. I'm going to be honest. If they released it in theaters, I would just yell out, Dom fucking dies. <laughs> that would be that I just, dick. <laughs> I, I feel like 
I just I wanted to see him live action, so that's a little so, bit of a bummer. But um, okay. I mean, uh, well, I mean, no, wait, hold on, because no, it looks like they are. Hold on a sec. Oh, oh, you sneaky Netflix bastards! They almost got it timed up with the fucking thing, because it says Gears of War Wikipedia. Okay, so Gears of War one game is set 14 years after never mind but the gears of war itself was released 16 years ago so they all they almost got it lined up damn if they would have did it two years ago that would have been fucking great well okay i don't know we'll 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 keep track of it and if we hear any news about other casting or whatever we'll let you guys know okay one last thing um oh wow Gears of War designer pleads to keep Chris Pratt away from the Netflix movie. Yeah, please. Chris Pratt does not need to be in that movie at all. I saw a lot of uh, pictures of Chris Pratt being in the armor, and I was like, who's he going to play? I don't want him in the movie. I don't know. But um, He better be Carmine, because Carmine fucking dies a lot. Like, that whole family <laughs> dies throughout the entire series. Only one guy makes it out, the fucking uncle. The good did Carmine from Gears of War 3 is the only one that lives. His niece dies. Both of his brothers die. I think one of their kids die. Like in the all of Carmine's family just fucking dies. <laughs> right. right. Anyways, if he well, plays anybody, because Carmine dies. On that note, we are ending the podcast. Um, everybody, thank you for listening, and thank you, my wife, for being a guest on the episode. She blew a kiss to me. Haha, <laughs> I got a kiss. You guys didn't. Um. Anyway, all right, we're gonna end it. Any last words? Before I roll the outro music, Andrew. Titty milk. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great time to end it. Yeah. Obviously, Leia liked that too. Okay. Anyway, rolling the outro. <laughs> <laughs>